Hello, I'm Jesse. I'm a novelist. I'm Eric. I'm a filmmaker. And I'm Tessa. I'm a marketer. Wait, who? Oh, who's that? Roll, Roll the, the intro. intro. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome back to Film and Color, episode 16. We have a very special episode for you today. An amazing special guest in the studio, my little sister, Tessa. Hey. Hello. What is up? So um, the idea for this podcast was uh, spurred by some separate conversations that I had with Tess and Eric, um, where we were just sort of talking about the modern dating scene and some of the common occurrences that uh, we have run into. And to my surprise, a lot of them were the same, even though we're girls and guys on opposite sides of the spectrum, so to speak. We were having a lot of the same sort of quibbles when it came to have text messaging or like, you know, just the patterns of behavior that you, as when you like get older in your 20s, you start to kind of phase out and see as immature and the new kinds of um, norms that come into play when you're dating and you're in your mid-20s, late-20s. Yeah, all of the single folks are struggling. Struggling it, hard. It's yeah. hard out here. Struggling hard. It's hard out here for a pimp. So <laughs> uh, what um, we're planning to do today is we're going to talk about um, for celebrity couples and uh, the way the media has talked about them, uh, the role of social media in their relationships. Some of them are very public, some of them are very personal, and sort of how this new modern internet celebrity scene uh, gives people a lot more access into their lives and how it might change the way ordinary people think about relationships because we tend to idealize celebrities and we want to be like them and we want to have fancy things like them, but then we also want to have beautiful partners the way they do, and it can tend to deprioritize a lot of the important things in a relationship, like who you're compatible with, if the person takes care of you, if the person cares about you, they make you laugh, they make you feel comfortable, as opposed to just making you feel good about yourself because the idea of them is impressive to other people. Pretty much. Sounds fun. Okay, (laughs) intro. Uh, so we're going to be starting off with um, just a touch on the, the book uh, that inspired this conversation. It's called Attach, the New Science of Adult Attachment and How It Can Help You Find and Keep Big love. pause. Has anyone read the book? Uh, bits and pieces? Eek. Bits and pieces. <laughs> Absolutely have just heard of the book. So we'll, we'll get through it as best we can. I mean, I think most of our audience members won't have heard it either. Yeah. So. so we're going to do an in-depth review yeah. of every single chapter. <laughs> Not the esoteric. Uh, we're going to have, uh, so by the way, it's by uh, uh, Amir Levine and Rachel Heller are the authors. It's currently the number one bestseller in social work on Amazon. So it's a popular book. It's a movement. It's a thing. Yeah. That no one's heard of. Okay, continue. <laughs> so um, the, the basic premise of the book is that there are uh, different, sort of, um, people can be broadly grouped into three categories when it comes to how they interact in relationships. And the three compatibility uh, types are anxious, avoidant, and Secure. So just briefly. So struggling, really struggling, and, <laughs> and horrendously <normal>. struggling. <laughs> more, more or less accurate. No. Um, basically, the, the gist of the idea can, I mean, it's almost self-explanatory. If you're anxious <clears throat> in a relationship, are you avoidant or are you secure? And I can go into the actual definitions that they give a little bit later. Um, but just to kind of touch off in the beginning, I wanted to pose this to you guys. This is... A very famous story that was in the news a couple weeks ago, and this is the title of the article that I found, Why a Pro Gamer Dumped the Weather Presenter Girlfriend to Play Call of Duty. I don't think that's grammatically a good title. Uh, 
Um, but the gist of the story is that uh, there is a Call of Duty player named Phase Sensor who has 1.6 million followers on YouTube. Gross. And uh, he was going out with a famous Mexican um, uh, weather girl um, who's known for being like a model. Sticking her tongue on these photos. Yeah. Aggressive. <laughs> so we're looking at her Instagram right now. 2018 respecting women, but aggressive. She's 26. <laughs> He's 22, and uh, yes. he got a ton of hate from the whole internet after um, basically explaining that he was breaking up because he said, I don't have time for a girlfriend. I need to focus on my uh, Call of Duty career, namely Black Ops 4. He said he wanted to do that full time um, while she was doing her job, and basically um, he didn't have time for a girlfriend. And of course, because she ha- was considered to be such a babe. Um, on social media uh, and on TV, people were like, this guy's absolutely crazy. What an idiot. He wants to like break up with this gorgeous girl to play video games. So there was just elements of like shallowness to that. So I just kind of wanted to toss that in there and see what you guys think about it just off the bat. As yeah. usual, I have a relevant meme and it's coming up. Hold on. Meme Lord, <laughs> over here. Go, no, go, go for it. I'll, I have to find it. Well, I was going to say I'm totally on the guy's side. I think, first of all, I don't think it's a matter of uh, not having time. I think it's prioritizing. And I'm, I'm never going to be against someone who wants to do something for themselves. And you, I think you like you decide if you want to have a relationship or not. So it doesn't matter how hot she is. He decided that he wanted to do stuff for himself, and he didn't want to have a girlfriend. Like what's agreed? I don't like. I don't understand what's wrong with that. Like yeah. it's not. I'm dumping her to play Call of Duty. Like no, you're doing you, and you're focusing on things that you think are just more important. And if yeah. you don't want to put time into a relationship, that's fine. And maybe she's just not the girl for him if it's that time-consuming and difficult. Of course. Of course. I mean, I think part of the reason that it showed a kind of pettiness on not just the news media, but sort of like the public reaction in general, is that they kept calling attention to the fact that, like, Yannette Garcia has been dubbed the world's sexiest weather girl. And that that's like the caption under the picture. First of all, has been dubbed. Yeah. By who? <laughs> what, uh, also, do title? we rank weather girls now? Like, is that... <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I'll throw some respect. Uh, no, but have you guys heard the the line? I think Chris Rock said this. Like, like you're only as uh, you're only as loyal as your options, or you're only as good as your options. It, it kind of it's about cheating, but he's essentially saying that um, this guy has the option to go for this girl. He also has the option to play games and be a gamer. He probably, if he's able to get this girl that easily and dump her that easily, I'm sure he has no issue getting yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. So just because another person can't get this girl and they're jealous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. can easily get another hot weather woman or yeah. Miss America. Like he yeah. can move up in the types of rankings that we're going to do. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's sort of good like for you. you the got sheep, <laughs> you know, like the sheep like bleeding at the, like this like lion stallion. Like, you know, he's just like living his life and they're like, oh man, you made such a bad decision. Like armchair quarterbacking his life he's like dude you don't, you don't know have the same me. options like, as me like yeah. yeah you really you don't have the same options as me like i <laughs> sucks. he's got some some big call of duty big dick energy <laughs> i mean he's, he's there were elements of this that went straight sexist like apparently um <clears throat> so this is a direct quote from the article uh she has um uh said garcia grew her global legion of fans during the world cup as she supported her native mexico this included allowing two commentators to kick her famous butt for good luck before celebrating Mexico's win over Germany in her trademark style. Oh, so she's trash. <laughs> 2018. You can say that. I can't say that. Uh, 
But I mean, it's women supporting women. It, it, that's I mean, look, look, to be fair, like that's a weird phenomenon on Instagram. This whole yeah. like having millions and millions of people who who basically just follow you because you have a big butt or big boobs or something yeah. like that. Like that's a new type of human being. Yeah, I'm not here for it. <laughs> not not a fan. Um, so uh, this was just some of the internet. Um, here, you can take a look at that. I just Googled it and these were like the top hits and they're all almost exactly the same. It's like loser gamer dumps his super hot girlfriend for, you know, because he's, and they're trying to portray it as if he's sort of like, um, it's like he's addicted to gaming and look how obvious. But that's his yeah. job though. I know. That's, that's I think people like, didn't get that. He's a professional yeah, like gamer. If, if he was like, like uh, the fucking writer of Game of Thrones, no one would like trip nuts right be like oh he's writing he needs to focus on the book yeah Yeah. exactly or if the same thing if we were like he's like an athlete and it's like you know he's like no i really want to focus on my game you know right it's also looking at the woman like a trophy though agreed it's like you just like you're like you're just saying like oh i i'm gonna put this one down focus like yeah it's a relationship yeah you know you invest or you don't like that's why does it look like that's the thing that bugs me that's the thing that bugs me the way it's being discussed is like it's not they're not talking about it as if these are two people who like might have been incompatible. Yeah. They're talking about it as if like, well, no, look at you. You're both good looking. Like clearly there's no problem. So why would there, you know, like, yeah, it's such a one dimensional way of looking at relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. From, pivoting from this point, uh, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson was the second celebrity couple that I fell uh, on. Yes. Uh, I didn't know anything about this before. So you can go to your second folder. <laughs> <laughs> Please turn to the page four this to follow so on this guided tour. So um, this is an article that uh, was from Cosmopolitan magazine, and it basically uh, summarized their relationship. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, a timeline of their relationship. And when I was looking into this, this is the first time that I learned that apparently people are like, like celebrities are wooing each other through this public platform like through on ariana's birthday pete apparently put something on his instagram where he like had got a tattoo or something or like he was like showing her a present on instagram and i i found it weird because it's like i could imagine somebody texting someone on their birthday and being like i made this cake for you on your birthday but to like put it in public but also send it it it's such weird. a weird, it's like, I'm going to write you a very loving letter. I'm also going to photocopy it and send it to all our friends. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But I think that's, um, I think like, so this one kind of falls into like a, another bucket, which I find is the people who feel a need to like post about the relationship all the time. Yeah. And like, there's a quote. Yeah. Uh, Fuck those people. Yeah. <laughs> and Jess, you might correct. There's a quote about this, like the. Like the woman doth protest. What, oh what is yeah, that? from from Hamlet. Yeah. Methinks the lady doth protest too much. Which when, it means. Well, it's comes from when the queen is like reacting to this play, which is supposed to be reenacting Hamlet's murder at the hands of his uncle, his father's murder at the hands of of his uncle, mm-hmm. and then his uncle goes on to marry his mother. So the suggestion is that the queen, by being so excited about this, or by. Per- protesting too much so to speak it shows her guilt or at least her sort of complicity and understanding what happened it's almost like only somebody who might the be need to have a secret is the person who is constantly needing to affirm the fact that they don't have which is exactly what i feel about relationships on social media the people who like you know when you you have like a 
like it's your friends who are the couple yeah. and you know that there's so many issues you know what happens behind the closed doors yeah, that's tough. and then you see the pictures and you're like this is the most adorable picture yeah. but i guess they uh, liked each other for the last 12 minutes yeah and and like the couples that i know are really strong and they're like mature relationships like you don't even know you, they, they never really post yeah. a picture when they do you're like love it but it's the first picture you've seen in months and that's yeah. that's cool to me like that's what i like so pete and ariana was one of those examples it was everywhere it was so fast it was like I also think it's because it's like you wouldn't expect it though. You didn't That's expect it. People like, were like, oh, "Go, Pete!" And I mean, he made a comment like, "I don't know, I was that ugly." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. People were like, "Man, you gave me hope." <laughs> it's just. Uh... Well, so um, there was a couple of things about this that were interesting. First of all, they got um, so the the kind of public perception of this was that it was very fast. Yeah. So they went from. Just sort of hanging out. They broke up with people before. I think Ariane was dating Mac Miller and Pete was dating an actress or something. Larry David's daughter, Cassie David. And then, so they broke up with their respective partners. And then there was a little bit of gossip about them sort of get hanging out. And then there was gossip about them, like Pete, like hugging her backstage at one of her shows or something like that. And then very swiftly, they just sort of announced that they were together. Mm -hmm. And in so doing... um, a gigantic sort of reaction came from the public to the extent that when SNL did their first show, one of the writers basically did this sort of parody bit where he was like, I used to be cool at SNL, but ever since Pete started dating Ariana Grande, nobody cares about me anymore. (laughs) And so Pete went from being sort of like a B player on the SNL cast to to everybody talking about him, everybody wanting to see him. Yeah. So he's like, so I've decided I'm going to date a hot celebrity too and I'm going to start doing my hair like Pete and he does this whole makeover and Pete's like, dude, you're biting my style. It's so funny. So it was a big enough phenomenon that it was even noticeable at his job. Yeah. It was like he was now being put into more sketches because more people knew who he was. Yeah. Um, which I found really interesting because it's an element that we don't think about as much in our personal lives where it's like if I date somebody, I don't think it's going to benefit me like at work. Yeah. Right. But in a, in a public, if you're a public figure, you yeah, could it's theoretically publicity though. Yeah. 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 You could actually that's, that's benefit from capitalizing dating somebody on famous. that shit. Hard. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I mean, it's one of those things too. And like, I think whenever we see a relationship, like in the public eye, we're like, mm, do you is have a movie real? coming out? Do you have a, do you have an uh, album? Yeah. Like we always kind of question it. Yeah. And the other thing though with Ariana is like, I actually really like her. I think she's, she's flawed, which kind of makes her like cute and, and like, relatable, relatable. In, a, yeah. in a sense um she just gave like a speech i think it, like she won like a billboard award or something and it was really funny because um it, it it feels like how one of my friends would talk she essentially was saying uh like thanks so much i think she won like woman of the year and she was okay. saying thanks so much um this has been the best year for my career and the worst one for my personal life and then kind of like laughs it off and she's like i'm not saying that for sympathy i'm just saying that because Sometimes you see someone in my position and you're like, wow, you're killing it. And she's like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. And so she starts laughing and then she starts to like cry. She's like, no, I'm not going to cry. That's stupid. Like during her speech, she's saying this. And it was, so you watch it and you're like, no, she's not necessarily like as poised as like, you know, Michelle Obama. (laughs) But, but yeah. Yeah. But she she's relatable and she's kind of cool and quirky and funny. And by letting it all hang out, she like is disarming. She doesn't come off as being fake. Exactly. And the other thing is, like, she went through, like, Mac Miller passed away. She had, like, a shooting at one of her... Did he? Mac Miller's passed away? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. That's sad. (laughs) Where Where have you been? been? I'm sorry. I didn't know. I only... I didn't know. Yeah. 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 So he passed away a couple months ago while she was dating Pete. And then uh, she had a shooting 
at one of her concerts, concerts yeah. in Manchester like a year ago. Just a right, lot of like stuff right. in her personal yeah, life. Yeah, that was terrible. He often talks about the fact that he is like, um, I think he has borderline personality disorder. Yeah, I think he does. One yeah. Of those, yeah. yeah, and so he like relates to the fact that he's not always you know mentally stable, and whatever. Yeah. So I think what it was is two flawed people came together from different worlds, and everyone's like, oh, they're happy, and so it's like, oh, everyone was exponentially for it. more flawed. Yeah. yeah, in a weird way, we were all like, oh, they're both good like yeah. this is cute yeah. and so it's just like it was just like firestorm so yeah fire like kept storm. going kept going it was burning and then all of a sudden it just like collapsed and everyone's like oh yeah we kind of saw it coming because it was really fast but we were just we were all for it because we were like just like oh people are happy star like it burned out quickly yeah so but i think it's why it also got so much attention because these two people who had got like been through a lot i guess and pete is not someone who, yeah. when I used to watch He's SNL, it wasn't like Pete. I was like, oh, this, yeah, this, this guy. Is, is he high? Is he not? And then he was kind of like the superstar of SNL for a couple of weeks. And everyone's yeah. like yeah. tuning in to watch Pete, right? Yeah. So we're all like supporting the troops. And then all of a sudden it just kind of falls apart. And we're like, oh, yeah, that was kind of a weird couple months. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, when did that happen? Yeah. Well, I didn't realize like how big, um, basically how big this was. Like I, I went on something that uh, one of Ariana's posts it's weird to refer to people by their first name. So she put up something on... Oh, oh you're not friends with her? June Ari? 20. Yeah. You don't know her? <laughs> you don't have a number? It feels weird. I feel like I need to say her full name. <laughs> Let me just call her. Maybe she wants Mrs. to Mrs. Grand- Grandy. It's actually... Uh, Grande. It's not Grande. It's Grandy. Oh, and well, we, we only found what? this out recently. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was on like a podcast and, and I found this out and the whole world just imploded. So she put up a post on June 25th where I think she was fil- basically filming Pete and she p- just comments how... Or what uh, captions it? How? So, which is basically, I think she's trying to say is like he's good looking or something. But it gets eleven million views. Is yeah. that? And I didn't understand. That's a gigantic footprint. Like that's a huge. Is this on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. How many followers does she have? She has. Um... Let's let's check her ratios, guys. Come on. Oh, I don't know if I found it. Yeah, Follow to like ratio. Very important. Oh my god. Mine's quite low, to be honest. Same. But do you ever see someone who has, like... Unloyal like followers. X amount of thousands of followers, and they have, like, 200 likes, and you're like... Oh. I love it. I love it. I'm like, you paid. So you bought these. Something suspect. <laughs> it's like you're in a cult. Yeah, they bought these people. Okay, she has 138 million. Oh, my God. Jesus. So... How many does Pete have? Uh, probably 138 million. Grand. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be, like, 12? It's the population of... 2.5. 2.5. Eek. Like rough. Well, Canada has 30 million people. 35 million or something. Okay, so hold on. 138, and then how many views did the thing have? 11? 11 million. That's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. Step That's it up. absolutely incredible. Okay, so I just wanted to call Yeah, uh, call Dude, you got 4 million on this one. Wait a second. Yeah, Is so that She put Am out this new video for her song, Thank You Next, which is about like relationships and okay. her moving on quickly. Okay. And it's actually... From a marketing perspective, excellent. Good. Okay. Because she references like four different rom coms that we saw as kids, like oh, yeah, Legally that, Blonde, that, yeah, that mu- that Mean Girls. Interesting. Yeah. So good. It shut like YouTube like wasn't working well. Wow. Yeah, during it because it was like that much of a of a hit. It was really cool. But so since that, like she's also skyrocketing. So it's like everything's just going like better for her yeah, in terms of her career. Wow. She's smart. Smart. Well, okay. I don't know if she's loyal, but she's let me, smart. So let me let me put this <laughs> let me put this in front of you. Um, so uh, be, because because she's having this a relationship, this breakup with Mac Miller and getting with Pete in public, mm-hmm. um, there were a large number of fans that 
um, went after her and basically accused her of not being supportive enough of Mac Miller. And so on one example, on the 23rd of May, uh, after a, a fan um, basically criticized her for saying that... Um, so here, one of somebody... Uh, basically said to her, quote, Mac, Middle, Mac Miller total, totaling his G-Wagon and getting a DUI after Ariana Grande dumped him for another dude after he poured his heart out on a 10-song album to her called The Divine Feminine is just the most heartbreaking thing happening in Hollywood. And so Ariana bit, uh, bit back by saying... Uh, she wasn't interested in his opinion of her relationship. She replied with this note. How absurd that you minimize female self-respect and self-worth by saying someone should stay in a toxic relationship because he wrote an album about them, which, by the way, isn't the case. Just Cinderella is about me, in parentheses. I am not a babysitter or a mother, and no woman should feel that they need to be. I have cared for him and tried to support his sobriety and prayed for his balance for years, in parentheses, and always will, of course. But shaming slash blaming women for a man's inability to keep his shit together is a very major problem. Let's please stop doing that. Of course I didn't share about how hard it was or scary it was while it was happening, but it was. I will continue to pray from the bottom of my heart that he figures it all out and that any other woman in this position does as well. Heart. So that's pretty... Praise be. Maybe that's just a like button. But that that's the pretty interesting... Um, yeah, so I could see you nodding as I was mm, saying that. Controversial what? opinion time. <laughs> what, yeah. I'm actually curious about your... Like, as men, like, what's your point of view of this one? Because I have an opinion. I think it's more aligned with... Aries, <laughs> and I think it's just because you're, you feel like you're in a different position sometimes as a woman, especially if you're the person to break up with someone, yeah, or to be in that like I'm gonna say like, position of power where you like decide if a relationship happens or doesn't happen. So, what's your opinion on this whole thing? First, why don't you take it first, sir? No, no, you go first. You want me to go first? <laughs> I need to percolate it. So, <laughs> um, I'm as we'll figure out because we're gonna get into like the avoidant, anxious, and and secure types. But um, I took the test earlier today hmm. and I ended up being avoidant and one of the qualities of Fair. the avoidant category is um, basically if you look at like this grid which they provide in the book um, and, and everything that is up is further up on the y-axis is high proximity seeking meaning you want to be close to people and the lower it is on the y-axis it's low proximity seeking so you want to be more away from people mm. everything um on the negative side of the x-axis is low anxiety of abandonment so you're not worried about being abandoned and the higher it is on the x-axis so further to the right then that's the high anxiety of abandonment so you have a greater concern so for an anxious person is high proximity seeking, so they want to be close to people, but they have a high anxiety of abandonment, which makes them anxious. I'm on the avoidant quadrant, which means I'm low anxiety of abandonment, so I don't worry about being abandoned, but I'm also low proximity seeking. So I don't really worry as much about being with people. I'm very comfortable on my own, mm -hmm. which is a kind of um, like... It's not a like it's not healthy. What I'm trying to say is it's not like you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm totally fine. Like I know I don't need to be around people, and I'm not worried about being abandoned. It's like in some ways it's a, um, it's like you're so worried about being abandoned that you don't worry. Like you kind of twist your mind into being like, no, I don't need people because deep deep down you're so worried about it. Yeah. So um, the the way it's actually described is avoidant. Um, it is very important for you, so it's speaking to a person who's avoidant, it is very important for you to maintain your independence and self-sufficiency and you often prefer autonomy to intimate relationships. Even though you do want to be close to others, you feel uncomfortable with too much closeness and tend to keep your partner at arm's length. You don't spend much time worrying about your romantic relationships or about being rejected. 
You tend not to open up to your partners and they often complain that you're emotionally distant. In relationships, you're often on high alert for any signs of control or impingement on your territory by your partner. So that's absolutely true of me. And when I hear stories about like this, one of the things I think about is there's too much drama in a relationship for me or if like I feel like I'm not really contributing, I really don't like I'm not invested enough in the relationship, I'll just break it off. Mm -hmm. I don't, I never drag somebody else through my shit, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Um, And sometimes I don't communicate well enough that that's what, that's the reason. So I've heard a lot of people for that reason. But more importantly, the like looking at this when i what i feel when i hear about this is really just a sort of like ugh like i throw up my hands like i don't care i don't want to hear about it i don't like drama i don't like this complicated yeah. you know if people are starting to express their opinion about my life my f- initial reaction is like go fuck yourself like yeah. i it's uh it's not a it's almost like I don't process it enough to have an opinion on it, but I'm not saying that that's a healthy thing. I think it's a sort of... It's like more of a knee-jerk, right? It's a knee-jerk, yeah. It's yeah. a knee-jerk. It's like, oh, this is kind of a bit uncomfortable for me. I don't want to have anything yeah. to do yeah. with it. Yeah, turn your back on it, sir. Yeah, I'm like that, but like two steps before you. So it's like, the, the, the like, if I have an idea that something's going to happen, like, bye, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> Once you can like predict it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I predict pre- shit pretty fast. I don't know if that's like actual like solid predictions or just like, hey. Uh, yeah. Jumping at conclusions. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing too, um, and not to like, you know, not, not to like well, jump yeah, off we, of the, yeah, the original topic, to it, yeah. but just I think nowadays we're able to kind of like see where a relationship can go with social media. Like example, meet a guy. You see his Instagram. You already have an idea of him, even though it's not actually accurate because we don't really. Yeah. So I see a picture of him and his family and whatever. I'm like, oh, that's what your mom would be like. This is. Suddenly you're down the feed. You're in, you know, 2005. You know everything about him and every dog he's had. And you're like, ooh, I don't really want to get into this. Yeah. And you just like and I've done that, too. I'm totally guilty of just being like. Oh, seems like a lot of effort. Is <laughs> you think it's like binging? It's like if you eat a whole bag of Doritos, you're like sick. Like it's almost like you learn too much about the person yeah. too quickly. Yeah. yeah. And and the other thing is sometimes you can meet someone, see their social media and be like, ooh, I feel like we, we're so close. We're so similar. Yeah. You don't even know that person right. at all. Like, right. Yeah. That's the thing. You know? It's not actually like the truth. It's, it's like, a curated, yeah. it's a curated yeah. presentation of yourself, yeah. right? Like yeah. you choose what you want there and what you don't want. Yeah. There. But the problem is you start to set expectations. So whether it's, this person's not the person for me. You've already decided that. So they keep texting you and you're like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. Or you have this we're going to be perfect. Now. We're going to, and I, I don't and now you're like do the other one. Fantasizing about an ideal. That's it. Right? So then in the your idea. head, you have an expectation that's up here that you're going to be the perfect couple. And then he doesn't answer your text and you're like, Oh, this fucking what? Bitch. When it's like, how many times have I not answered a text? Yeah. Yeah. Eek. Every time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Like, no, that's it. It's that's like, we're actually, totally one guilty of the things that we can like briefly touch on is like this quality that, I I only figured this out after I texted you, Tess, once, and you you were like, "Thank you so much for replying," and I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> and I and then we discussed afterwards how there's definitely a tendency for guys and girls to sort of maintain, like they don't want to act too interested. You don't want to give away the the in a Seinfeld they called it like the hand. It's like okay. I have no hand. I have no hand in this relationship. Like I don't have any control over yeah. this relationship. She has yeah. all the control. Yeah. He's like, I'm with no hand, Jerry. I've got no hand. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> So, um, his, uh, like, um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, when I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What you try and do sometimes is like, you don't want to reply too much. So if the person just like texts you something, a guy will often, I used to do this in the past too. You look, you're like, oh yeah, I got it. But you don't text back yeah. that you got it. Yeah. Which can leave the other person with sort of like bad taste in their mouth. Cause they're like, well, like, why do I always have to be 
Yeah. You know, like it's it's a, it's an odd thing. And texting is so rife with miscommunication as yeah. well. Like you can so easily misinterpret what the other person I, meant. I feel or... personally attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, 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 because, because, goss, we, goss, goss. like me and Eric, we have like, when we, uh, we have like a thread of just like random, random, random thoughts yeah. and it's, it's already like we have established, like nobody has to reply with yeah. any kind of pressure, yeah. like you never have to reply early and no, neither of us is offended, but we have that rule in like, yeah, it's like, it's maintained, like, like this we decided is like, on it. Yeah. We, we yeah. like started like whatever you said, like you don't have to reply. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. Well, I think you, you, you just in like a Bible, and the person's like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." You know, no, I feel personally attacked. No, no, no. Like, no I do it true. too. So it's, like, it's true. It's, it's true. Fair. Fair. I send yeah. really long. I know. Yeah. I've seen them. Um, I get them. <laughs> so, I think the implication though in a relationship is it's like, or not even relationship. Let's say like budding interest is that like unlike a friendship, because the amount of times like a friend texts you and you're kind of like, if it's not a question or something like serious, and it's just like a random whatever, you can have time to not respond right away yeah right depending on how many friends you have to kind of like deal with and okay, workload do you think, and whatever do you think it's like you have to put more effort into it because it's a relationship well, what i was going to say with the relationship thing is i think uh the underlying feeling is that that person's not thinking of me yeah right right and and which like we're all guilty of doing but it's almost like let's say there's an individual who ha- like it's not even a relationship you're just kind of like seeing each other yeah one of the people is like always thinking of the other person yeah so they're like why isn't he texting me why is why do you not respond right. da, da, da. i'm always thinking about him and the other person's yeah. like no you're awesome you're really cool i'm really interested yeah. but i just have this big project well, that, i think that's yeah. like right? an anxious so, that's the anxious and type, exactly right? that could just be a, an attachment style that can just be that yeah. person like but i'm just saying i think that's where people get so worried of not getting a, a text back when it comes to relationships right. whereas when it's a friendship like i'm not worried that my friend's not yeah. thinking i'm not thinking of all of my friends all the time you know what i mean it's like yeah, yeah. like you'll yeah, you know like, they'll still be there the yeah, yeah exactly and there's also there's more of them there's not just the one true it's just anyways it's a whole unless. like slew unless there's the one <laughs> no but like and like the funny thing is like my roommate jess like her and i are just like just partners in life or just like do everything together and if she texts me i always respond right away because it's like it's always something more immediate or important yeah, or right, like you know what i mean right, it's like i'm gonna right. see her after work and da, da, da. but at the same time if i don't respond to her right away i'm gonna see her in a couple hours yeah you know i was in a big meeting and i'm gonna call you probably when i finish work like it's not there's no when it comes to relationships you're not gonna call that person that's psycho right <laughs> <laughs> We don't. Okay. We I'm don't. Noting that do down. Voice to I'm voice writing that calls. down. <laughs> so it's like you text back in like a reasonable amount of time, like or you calling. don't ever answer. What's wrong yeah. with calling? Dude, when did calling fall out of style? Listen, I, listen. It I goes, will literally. Someone will call me. I'll just look at my phone and be like, uh, <laughs> mute. Yeah. It's been me yeah. many times. Yeah. Yeah. Just, not in the mood. Right I just now. like yeah. It's I, like DM texting I, I email feel, yes. snapchat I sort of yeah. voicemail in my, phone call in my own yeah. defense if i can <laughs> defend nothing and then phone yeah call. yeah 50 minutes i hate both of you <laughs> 50 yards of trash <laughs> phone call <laughs> it, i yards. feel like the more information is in a communication the less the likelihood is of miscommunication oh 100% i agree but i'm still not going to talk to you in a phone call <laughs> right. I know it's e- uh, my know. brain knows it's easier. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Interesting. It's, it's, it's like a, gear. a commitment. It's a gear. But it's not just it, it's not just a gear because if you walk into a room and you talk to someone, you're not like oh god. You're like right. I you're not, talk to humans. You're not like hang up. <laughs> you can't do anything. You're like that's a human. You're gonna talk. Yeah. But it's when you're texting someone they're like, do you want to go out tonight? I haven't decided. Don't call me now. I have to decide. Now you're yeah. gonna try and convince me. Now it's gonna be a whole thing. Now I have to decide what I'm. You know what I mean? Right. 
and it can be anything. It doesn't have to be like, are you going out tonight? It can be literally like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, it's like, you have to just be part of that conversation, make decision, be like, you can't just be scrolling through Instagram, chilling, deciding when you, like, it's yeah. not on your time. Right. That's the thing. It's not on your time. It's not, it's not on, on your, your watch. You have to now you like open yourself up to this right, human right. and you're just chilling on the couch. Interesting. Watching Netflix. Like, Struggling. you know, yeah. I <laughs> struggling. It. I respect it. I respect the style. Yeah. Okay, so stop if I can, calling me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, fine. Fine. I'll leave you voicemails. Oh. So then you have to check. Oh, no, then I'll like I'll send a text before I call back. <laughs> yeah. No, voicemails are but awful. Sometimes I'll forget the thought. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let it die. <laughs> I can't. It's what God would want. All right. All right. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. So um, if I can bring it back to this point, because it's it's um, probably something that. We should touch on since we're talking about relationships. Um, and we have, like, I've had some, I wouldn't say trouble with mental health, but, like, I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with anxiety disorder. Not the kinds of, like, severe mental health issues that a lot of other people have had. Mm-hmm. But enough that, um, like, I don't see it as being, like, I don't have any stigma about it because the experience of being on the inside of it is one of when you're finally past it and you're, you, you've, gone through the steps and you're healed so to speak as much as anybody can be then when you look back on it you're like okay i was definitely sick like it didn't feel like i was sick i couldn't mm-hmm. point to a part of my body and yeah. be like it hurts here like i think my arm is broken and everyone can be like yeah shit his arm is broken it was it was a, it's a kind of thing that's you can't really see on the outside it's just a sort of subtle change in behavior and sometimes it can be so gradual that you yourself aren't aware of it and you come to think like this is just my personality this is just my reality yeah and if you um, if you have mental illness, obviously that word is very stigmatized because it can describe anything from schizophrenia to, you know, the mildest forms of major depression. But in that, on that whole spectrum, there is a tendency for people to def- like lump them all together and call them crazy, mm-hmm. right? And that, I can also understand that too. It's obvious when somebody has a broken arm. It's not necessarily obvious if somebody's dealing with mental health issues. Yeah. So if you're like, uh, you, you would if you saw if you had a kid with a broken arm and you like w- like wanted to like hand them like a bunch of logs and be like bring those to the house someone would be like yo he's got a broken arm what is wrong with you yeah you can't carry that to the house yeah but when you have mental health problems that can be exacerbated by people placing demands on you that you can't do at the time because you're sick but you don't know that you're sick and people don't know that you're sick and yeah so it kind of exacerbates exa- <clears throat> excuse me exacerbates the problem and relationships are really important for that. I mean, you need to feel, if you're going through a dark part in your life, you need to feel that people care about you. You need to feel loved. You need to feel special. You, the worst thing you can do is be isolated. So it was particularly interesting that um, after Ariana commented on that point, Pete put something up where he, he um, basically was responding to people who were saying to Ariana on her social media accounts that the singer shouldn't date him because he has BPD, borderline personality disorder. For people who don't know, borderline personality disorder in layman terms is a tendency to either see people as being all good or all bad, and they can switch in your mind very quickly. Um, it has a number of other sort of behavioral um, manifestations. Um, among them, b- people with BPD can be very manipulative. Uh, I think grandma, I think my mom's mom, probably had um, a form of BPD. She would have, she was very conspiracy theory oriented. Uh, she would do like really sketchy things that were strange. And um, of course we didn't know anything about it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we just sort of chalked that up to our personality, but uh, it's definitely something that um, a lot of people definitely are dealing with in their life. So, um, and it can be one of the worst, if it's not treated well, if a, if a person has untreated BPD, then they can definitely have a negative impact on your life. 
they have to be taking care of their problem. So anyway, um, when people criticized her for going out with Pete because he has BPD, um, he posted this on Instagram. He said, normally I wouldn't comment on something like this because like, fuck you. But I have been hearing a lot of people <laughs> saying people with BPD can't be in relationships and I just want to let you know that it's not true. Just because someone has a mental illness does not mean that they can't be happy and in a relationship. It also doesn't mean that the person makes the relationship toxic. Everybody is different and there are a lot of treatments for mental illness and I have done slash am doing all of them. And I encourage those who see, who struggle to seek help as well as, as well. It, and I encourage those who struggle to seek help as well. It has changed my life for the better. I just think it's fucked up to stigmatize people as crazy and say that they are unable to do stuff and that anyone... Uh, that anyone can do it's not their fault and it's the wrong way for people to look at things i may be crazy but at least i'm aware of it and i'm not afraid to be honest about it and i'm not hiding behind a twitter or instagram account i'm simply writing this because i want everyone out there who has an illness to know that it's not true so hmm. that's very interesting i thought and i just wanted to touch on it we don't have to delve deeply here but um what do you guys think about like I'm, i mean we used to make jokes about like <laughs> we, used, we used to have crass jokes but basically like sometimes I, I dated one particular girl who it was very swiftly apparent that like her clinginess was going to be a problem and then when she was starting to like threaten to hurt herself if I didn't I was like oh my god okay like this is I definitely yeah. don't want to wade any deeper into this sort of like murky situation but what, what do you guys what do you guys think about that I what do I think about what the an individual dating an individual who has a sure yeah I'll leave it open ended. I have no issue dating someone who I, I mean, has dealt with mental health issues in the past is dealing with them, like presently. I think it's I think it's just you know we take responsibility for our own mental health. Everyone has, like, some issue or non issue. Or you know everyone everyone has stuff that they're dealing with, and I think we have to just like take that into our own hands. But at the same time, when it comes to another person, you look at them as the individual that they are and not just like the stigma. Because when I meet someone, I'm not like, oh, this uh, brunette guy. I'm like, no, this guy. who And this is his name. You know what I mean? You're right. not, you, you don't have to just like chalk it up to like their features and their, and their history and everything. It's like, I don't care if your parents are divorced or non-divorced. Like, what is your opinion on you know, what should we order? Yeah. Food, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like we don't yeah. have to take, it's, it's a person. Yeah. Um, but I think with that being said, I think you have to like, I also don't air out my dirty laundry in a relationship. I don't think that's fair. You don't, you can't walk into, you know, a, a, a new relationship with all your baggage and just be like, I'm just going to put this over here. You know, yeah. it's not how it works. Yeah. You come in, I'm ready to take on this person and the good and the bad, but we're both going to be mature about this. So I think like on both sides, there's just a level of kind of ownership and you should, you shouldn't be scared of getting like in a relationship with someone who's dealt with stuff in the past. That just means that they're able to deal with tough shit because if you haven't had shit thrown at you during your childhood, you'll probably just have it thrown at you later on. Yeah. Right. So, um, when you said you, you like people like don't, you shouldn't quote unquote dirt like air out your dirty laundry, right? Would you think that someone with mental health issues would feel nervous going like getting together with someone because they're kinda like holding something back? Like they're so I'm not they're like disguising themselves and you're not yeah, knowing can, the yeah. true you, you know? Right. So I'm not saying like don't what I'm saying is like dirty laundry is more in the sense that it's like I think it's unfair for me to like walk into your life and be like 
I need to know everything. Here, well, Turn not, over not just stone. I need to know everything, but like, here's my shit. Can you take this on? Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I meant more. Like, I would, I wouldn't yeah. walk because we all yeah. have shit, right? Yeah. Whether yeah. it's like, like, categorized as mental health or just like, just yeah. different relationships. So, but is that is that better than holding it back and then like later on like just like I think, but I'm saying like it's, it's oh all... fuck, what have I got? Like I'm no, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Like, there's I'm... a way. There's a way in which it's I think deceptive, there's a way to do yeah. it, right? There's a way in which is you're being deceptive, and then there's a way in which I feel like you like one of the most attractive qualities in another person for me and I think for a lot of people too is if somebody has their shit together. Like you want to get on board of a train that's already moving towards a destination. Right. Somebody who has an idea for their life, they have ambitions, they have goals, they have dreams, they act on those dreams, they accomplish things, they make moves. I find that very attractive. Yeah. So if I meet somebody and she is really no like she has her shit together, then I don't find it deceptive to find out later that maybe she has some mental health issues. It's just a question of well, it's, it's, like it's not showing up at the door and on the first day being like, all right, so the stuff you need to know if you're gonna date me exactly. is I never wash my feet, I'm this, I'm that, like just and like dumping everything because that's kind of immature. Also, it's like you can have yeah, you can have because stuff I think if you you, you shouldn't let it, it you shouldn't let it define you, and that's the biggest thing. It's like. Uh, an individual who has an eating disorder, that's, it's, you're not the girl who is anorexic. Sorry, I wasn't you're laughing like, at the eating disorder. I was laughing. <laughs> I never washed my feet as being a That's freaky. <laughs> Kinky. Terrible. But no, but the thing is like, it's like, don't let that define you. It's like, you might have had an eating disorder in the past. You might currently have one. Right. But there's a lot more to you. And obviously you should say that. I would at never, point, I'm not yeah. saying that you should like not say that. Yeah. I'm just saying the way in which we do it, I think we have to do in a respectful Agreed. way. Agreed. Because it's almost like, I actually read this. It wasn't a meme. I actually read an article. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Just so people know, we were teasing Tessie yesterday because she introduced something. Is like, yeah, I, I read a meme the other day. That was- <laughs> Awful. I hate myself. So, <laughs> so I was reading something the other day and it was saying like, and obviously no one will necessarily go about doing this because it's very exhausting and thorough. But before kind of like, let's say you, you had an awful day at work. Before dumping that on a partner or a friend, yeah. kind of being like, hey, are, are you able to take on my... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but like just not... Can I vent for a while? Can I vent to you for a sec? Yeah. And like my friends and I always do that to each other and we don't... We never really like thought about it. We'd just be like, yo, can I vent to you for a sec? Yeah. And if I'm like, listen, I'm... Right now is not a good time. I want to hear all about it, but right now I can't. Yeah. Then that's fair. I think that's all I'm saying. It's like, don't... You yeah. can't just walk into a relationship and, and just be like... presume. Like, I have a lot of issues. You're going to accept yeah. them. It's like, wait. Yes, but like we should present that, but like it's the way in which you do it. I think you have to yeah. do it respectfully. No, yeah, for sure. But I also respect the fact that, like, like if you want to do that, because it's like, here's here's me, like, take yeah. it or leave it kind of thing. You know <laughs> okay, what I'm saying? So- what, do you think that's better? No, I don't know which one's better, but I'm saying, like, either one... Like, take like, me, baby, re- or yeah, leave me. Like, yeah. like here I, re- I am. I can respect either one. Like, you know? yeah. I'm just laying it all out. I mean, I think it depends, like, what kind of person you are. Like, there's there's the, there's someone who can walk into a party and be like... Hey guys, and just talk about like all their shit. Their girlfriend yeah. broke up with them. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah. And like that's a certain type of person. That's, I'm yes. not that person. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah exactly. right. So I yeah. see that, and I'm kind of like, like, that's too. That's a bit much for me. I yeah, there. like I just don't like that. But to me, it's like, does that person not have the right people he can confide in? Yeah, for sure. So I think mm-hmm. we should have that too. Like when I get in a relationship, it's like I want to tell you all about me. But I don't need to dump it on you. I want to do it in a way that I can make sure you can digest yeah. it. Because yeah. it's not fair so for you just me to just... So you're not presuming. Like you're yeah. asking the person like, hey, like can I... You know, like you just sort of give them that courtesy. Well, and it's kind of like someone of, mentions like mental health. Like, oop, this might be the time to mention that I had a... Right. Perfect, you fantastic, you have yeah. an in. Yeah. But like do it in a way because otherwise 
it's not like it's I'm not saying like you should have a facade. I'm not saying like no. be, don't be scared. You don't want to scare them off. You got to be honest. Like yeah. it's the sexiest thing is honesty in any relationship, but yeah. it's like authenticity. Yeah, but it's like you got to you got to do it in a way that if you want it to be the first three things about me, that's fine, but you're making it define you. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like three quick well, things about me. Like I don't want it to be like Mental health. I hate myself, and okay. I have a dog. <laughs> let me let me pivot. Let me pivot to this then, because I did want to ask about um, whether you guys. I mean, it's not not really any of our business at this point, but like people who kind of get together and they fall in love really quickly, and then they get engaged really quickly, and sometimes people on the outside will be like, "Are you like, aren't you moving a little fast?" But again, that's like p- different strokes for different folks. Yeah. So more more onto um, for. Like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith is the third celebrity couple I wanted to talk to. Mainstream mainstream celebrities on social media. And like Jada Pinkett Smith has a big Instagram. Will Smith has a big, much bigger Instagram. I think he's got like 26 million followers or something. And um, they just basically put up stuff. You can find them in your folder. They put up, <laughs> up, Appendix B. They put up stuff of like their family. You can see like their kids. They, you know, like the, what the different places they travel to for movie shoots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the things that is interesting is that there were rumors that were going around that Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have an open marriage because at one point um, somebody asked Jada Pinkett Smith, like, so are you and Will like monogamous or like, you know, and she's like, Will can do whatever he wants as long as he can come home and look at himself in the mirror, which oh. is sort of an, a weird way to answer that question because like maybe there was a tinge of bitterness in there or like, because she's like, Jada Pinkett Smith is a bit of an odd character. Like some of her Instagram posts are... Well, I remember one time, one point I heard something like, uh, I heard it on a podcast. She was basically talking about how she's like, she's like, there are many different terrains in my being. You know, I have the Arctic terrains and I have the desert and I have the jungle full of love and I have to learn to love all the different sides of me, even the cold parts, even the dry, hot parts. I have to love all of my, right? And like, she's just like talking into her phone, lying in bed with her hair curlers in and you're just like. This is a Can you not? <laughs> new level of like being open with the public, right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm in no mood Hundreds to take of thousands this on. of people just listening to you like reminisce. Yeah. Like just sort of like spout off the top. Um, yeah, it's fr- aggressive. Right, right yeah. off the dome while you're sitting in your bed talking about the different, the Arctic of your soul. So bizarre. Right? So um, they, they have this very public relationship and there's also suggestions and rumors that, I mean, it's Will Smith. Right, like the dude must just be. I mean, it's the Fresh cr- Prince crushing it from every direction. Right, must be getting yeah. people throwing themselves at him. Yeah, all the time. You're only as low as your options. Actually, I remember Burt Kreischer. <laughs> Burt Kreischer is a comedian, and he told a story about how when he was he met Will Smith after like a club performance or something, and Will Smith was like, "Yo, you should come hang out with us, like watch a movie or something." And Burt Kreischer told his dad, and he's like, "He wants to have sex with you." That's what men do in Hollywood. They, you know, they they can get all the women they want, so they start trying to seduce. And turned men homosexual. <laughs> He's oh like, my God. Dad, what have you been reading? Seriously. <laughs> so anyway, um, Will Smith, um, Will Smith, open marriage. What do you guys think about that? Do you, you got? Would you guys be able to have a, like a polyamorous relationship? Uh, would you keep it a secret? Me personally, no. You like straight monogamy? If even. <laughs> 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 Yeah, like even that's a little out there. For yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, what was this? Really, I'm confused. I don't, I don't know what that is. Alone? Um, Not alone? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I'm confused. I don't, I don't um, no, I don't think I could be in an open relationship. I'm like, it's weird because I'm. No, it's weird. It's it's not weird. But what I'm saying is, I'm 
not like a huge relationship person necessarily. Like I'm, I'm like, I've been single for a while. I'm very much someone who like likes to like be independent. Um, I just feel like an open relationship is just, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like it just like introduces so many other factors that can like induce like jealousy and stuff and like things that like I don't necessarily have now that I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. it could just like cause problems that I don't have. Do you think it's something that comes from like our parents? Like as kids, we saw what it meant to be a husband and wife and like the comfort that brings and sort of like the dedication and like, I will always be there for you. Yeah. You'll always be there for me. You're my one I think only. like I think like a monogamous relationship is like a decision. It's a commitment. You know, it's like we like, yes, you can go around and like hook up with whoever you want, but I've decided I'm not going to. Yeah. And like, that's just like respect for the other person. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like cheating is common and it's been around back in the day as well. It's just probably, we know about it more nowadays. <laughs> early, early days. Yeah. And I think that women can cheat now too, which they couldn't necessarily back in the day because women right. are in the workforce. They're out, they're doing things right. around at home. Right. So it's just like, it's there's like more opportunity. There's double the amount of cheating yeah. and we can find out about it. So it becomes scandals and whatever. Yeah. But the point is like, if to me, not that I'm like, why, why would you cheat? That's awful. I, I think it's not a good thing to do, but I think it's also like, you sh- if you're going to cheat why are you in that relationship and that's where the bigger thing is first it's like yeah. if you have a like a, a need to cheat or you're already having those thoughts like Just get out of decide it. to get out of it because yeah. we've like people who break up like some people break up because they're like i cannot be loyal to you i feel it if i have a wandering eye that's because i decide i'm not as committed to you as i maybe I, should be. i was gonna ask that i hope Respect. it's not too personal like, but um, have you guys ever had that experience where you're dating somebody and you only realize that sort of maybe your relationship has come to an end because you kind of like catch yourself like noticing people of the opposite sex, like sort of like being like, what, like, like oh, like, you know, like with that moment where you're like, wow, I'm not as attracted to my partner as I used to be. Not for me. That's, it was never a reason for me to break up. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, I mean, I've, I've other reasons. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but no, but I think like I think it's hard because attraction fades and looks fade and things. But things like marriage, it's like I don't know. To me, it's like it's not about that necessarily. Yeah, like this is a partner and you chose that, and like we make yeah. a lot of decisions in our life, and this is one of them. Yeah. So I feel like it's like if you decide to have an open marriage, that's fine. But it's like it, it's it just blurs the lines a bit for me. Yeah. So it becomes confusing for me, and like I just I am not. Um, I'm not someone who really gets jealous and what thankfully it does like it's never really been an issue but I feel like introducing an open marriage or an open relationship I'm just like oh god feel like yeah. for myself it feels like a recipe for disaster you right. know yeah. I can just see how so many issues can can arise can and especially because it's like I also feel like I have a large network but it's small in the sense that like what if your partner goes for someone and like that you're friends with? Right. Like, I have like so right. many girlfriends a, that I'm like such a kettle of worms. Yeah, I'm like yikes. That'd that be awful. You're like, oh, you never you kind of like friends. Friends. don't awful. want to be like you don't want to be like kicking yourself afterwards and being like that could have been a great relationship, but I like freaking left it yeah. open and then left. <laughs> Close the goddamn door. Close the door. I chime Shut in that with barn a... door. Yeah. <laughs> was that was that? Panic I chime of the disco? in with yeah. people never heard of. <laughs> 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 That's enough. That's going to be a sound drop. Future episodes, oh, we're no. just going to play that little drop. All right. Actually, this is a perfect pivot point to um, 14 types of non-relationships this generation has learned to accept. So open your folders to fold four. This is a oof if I ever Yeah, it's a, that's I ever a big oof. So um, this is one of the I, I read things. some of these and like 
You're like, yep, 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 yep. Yep. This is one of the things that I actually found the most interesting when I was doing the research. Um, Was because it made me think about (laughs) sort of all these things that um, I totally don't think twice about um, in the least, but are. Sorry, I'm laughing reading some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see you guys in the background. Facts. I never know. Second one. First one. Real life. Second one. Yep. Yep. Third one. Hold on, hold on. Been there, done that. So, um, the article goes, relationship labels are no longer cool these days. If you sit down to talk about your relationships with a person who has your spare PJs in his closet, he says, let's not put a label on this. So cool, so modern, so confusing. Whether you're not dating in the traditional sense, you and this person are regularly seeing each other naked and are involved in some sort of relationship, right? Wrong. According to our generation and its dominating hookup culture, we accept vague definitions of romance, no no matter how crazy it makes us. The fact of the matter is this. Even if relationships aren't traditional, millennials engage in all kinds. So if your significant other uh, isn't going to help you put a label on it, let me try to help. This is the author's pitch, Candace Jalili. Um, so here are the 14 types that are being described. There's the late night booty call. Familiar Do you want to like put up plaques? Uh, yeah. Was, was, yes or no? <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, you guys want to vote? All right. So we dealer, got two, no dealer. two heads up there. So the we love each other, but neither of us will admit it relationship. No. No hands no, up. No, no. The relationship that we aren't calling a relationship. Yeah. Uh, three, ha- three hands up? Uh, yeah, but you definitely get out before it turns into one. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, like, it's like, it's like the, when it's like right on the edge of the fork, I'm like, mm, eject your seat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, strangers who hook up sometimes. That's number five. Define strangers. Yeah, what's strange? Like, how do you? How are you a stranger? Um, you know nothing about this person. Like, yeah, like just his number. Her number is stored in your phone as the hot girl from Mickey's. Oh no! No, I've no. no. I know yeah, my. Me neither. I at least get a first name. The first. dating app soulmates who refuse to meet in real life. I've never done anything the like this. I hate the apps, but I do. Uh, I'm familiar with the like the like friend or the person have you that ever like known. texted somebody for a long time and yeah never met, really? yeah okay. and it's, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I call that one the pen pal okay okay <laughs> no, that's surprising but you know you have sorry you have met in real life but like high school or like you yeah, know like you yeah. know each other but they just that like so cute they don't ask you out but it's just like you're like this is going can you stop no way i'm surprised okay let's Awful. get to the fork so yeah. uh number eight wait hold on it's number six i can't see number seven God. Can you see number seven? Have, no. no. <laughs> you fucked it all up. <laughs> Jesus. What is seven? <laughs> Easy. Okay, let's hold on. Let's, let's read the thing and try to guess it. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good idea. So the description oh, is, that um, this fun. relationship... Oh, this is friends with benefits probably. While you may be breaking number one on Friday night, oh. if this person you're brunching with on Saturday morning. This, like a friend. The this is like the friend zone guy. Yeah. Someone who takes care of you when you're sick. Someone <laughs> The double friend zone. That's what it's called. With mom and dad. Minus. Okay, yeah, friend zone. Yeah. The double, the double friend, zone? friend zone. Double friend zone. Because you're both no, friend zoning each other. Number eight is... Isn't that no, just... No, what's it actually called? Oh, I, I couldn't find it. Guys, wouldn't this Open just be... Uh, yeah, but it's not Friendships? <laughs> Pretty sure that's... I got a couple, a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. What's it actually called? Come on, the, the anticipation is killing me here. Uh, it's, it's the got... friends with benefits without benefits. Ah, uh, ours is better. Double friend zone. Double friend zone. Double friend zone. We win. The one who has a girlfriend, uh, you wasted an entire night on this lameness only to have to tell him, 
Only him, have him tell you that he would totally date you if he was Oh, single. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, really? That's terrible. Oh, the, the funniest thing about this situation, this happened to you like once though. This, the funniest thing about this was this, this uh, guy was like talking to me, buying me drinks, da da da. <laughs> and I was less interested. Like, like multiple times? Or just oh, one? yeah. I okay. think I got three drinks out of him. Three, <laughs> Wait, like three on GTs. One night? Like on one, one night, one night. Yeah, it was oh, just okay, a one yeah, night yeah, thing. Okay. But I was like, you put in a lot of effort. Then he's like, yeah, it, pretty much that line, if I were single. And I was like, you realize this was a win for me because I had no interest in pursuing this. Just who just buys drinks and tries to pursue someone yeah. knowing they can't? But who can't? says yes? That <laughs> <laughs> was the goddamn door. <laughs> number nine. ten, roasted nine. Uh, so no, that was oh, yeah. Number nine, the one who has a girlfriend but doesn't care. This douche. This lord, one's this one we refer to as trash. Yeah, this yeah, douche yeah, yeah. lord is blatantly committed. He's been with her since high school, and on his profile picture is them at the park with the puppy Got they it? just adopted. How many votes? Oh, um, the one who has a girlfriend but doesn't care. No, I've never done that. I've never done that. Well, you're saying I'm oh, the wait, no, the I have. Yeah, no, because it was she has you, the boyfriend. You've been the, yeah, you've been. I the have cheat, done that. I've been the other one. Cheated. I've been, been the, the cheaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Oh no, no, no. Maybe. Yeah, Actually, was, maybe I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> According to my knowledge, you've done that. I don't you've think done so. that too, sir. I don't think you could. Sometimes you you have no idea. Yeah, I thought I was gonna put myself in the next one, in the next category. The one you're 10, hiding? 10, the one you're hiding. Oh, 100% big fat. Oh, yes, yes, yes <laughs> But yes, it's yes, not, yes. it wasn't because of weirdness. It was because they were dating somebody else and everybody else knew. Uh, yeah. So, so your nine is also, like your last one the, is The also, two yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. go together, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. have a homewrecker. That was actually one of, one of my favorites. Like, that was a really fun time. Yeah, I'm sure it was for, <laughs> for <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Will the cheater please stand up? <laughs> it was just exciting. It was like yeah, it was like being like it, secret agents. Yeah. yeah. See, that's mine with like the ten, the one you're hiding. Yeah. Uh, I have a situation like that where it's like this guy embarrasses you. No, 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 no. Just I had a fear that it was like um, a faux pas. Turns yeah. out it wasn't. Oh, because the they, he had dated one of your other friends. Or Kinda, like yeah. That? Okay. And, uh, but it, but it wasn't like, it's like, I have like a massive, like, Oh, hold on. Did someone call Diz or someone, are you like Eskimo buddies? No, no, no. Like someone dated him. What does that mean? Eskimo buddies? You both talked about the same person. Okay. But no, someone had dated him in the past, Mm -hmm. um, in the past past. But then I found like later and it was like loosely in my group of friends and I was kind of just like, uh, you know what? How how past? Like five years ago. How long was their thing? Two years, a year and a half. <laughs> These are important criteria. Yeah, no, but but if it's an eight-year relationship and it's the no, next no, no, year, you're like, totally hear you, totally hear you. No, it was one of those things that I was like, you know what, I don't want to do, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. And then, so I had just been like hiding it and be like, yeah, maybe not. When I told my friends, they're all like, oh, you have nothing to worry about. And I was like, God well, now I pretty much, <laughs> I was hiding this person for way too long. That now at this point, it's like, do you, do you still see them? Uh, yeah, we we chat, but like. Hmm. Keeping it vague. I said we're keeping it vague. So number eleven. Uh, so, so that's number ten. Number eleven. Hold um, on, hold on. Number ten. Big facts on all. Yeah. All oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. one you're talking to. Number eleven. The one you're talking to. So. I think that's what you call anything before you're even seeing them. It's like, oh, like, yeah. What's happening with so and so? Yeah. We're we're talking. We're talking. Yeah. We're talking. We're just sort of like keeping a connection there. Yeah. And see if something happens yeah. with it. Well, because like yeah. you don't. Think, you don't basically, even... all of us have had yeah. that, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. pretty. That's standard. pretty much before you start seeing. Like yeah. it's just the yeah. normal first. Yeah. Unless you're waiting well, for like know, lightning to strike out of the blue. Um, in I read a thing that in Europe, like that part is called dating. Talking to? Yeah. Oh, Weird. that we not for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you I have to hook up before yeah, it's here. Dating. We're like we're so yeah we're so scared yeah, to like, like label things. Yeah, but nowadays yeah. too. No one to me. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nowadays too, it's like people 
like the majority of my friends who are in relationships, they hooked up first. Yeah. yeah they were like kind of hookup like, buddies. Yeah. Then they're like, I don't know. I, guess I don't I know. Like you. Then okay. yeah, they kind of decide. But the funny thing about that is like then there I also have friends who are in like the hookup phase and they're like, Will it turn into something? And everyone's like, Oh, I don't know. You never know. Uh, yeah. And like don't get feels because you yeah. might be the one who gets hurt, but it's like don't get but the then, feels. But then relationships start like that. So you're yeah. just like, like So should yeah. I just be hooking up? Yeah. And then just see like weird, what what do we do? It's weird. It's frightening. It's like you're like you're like dangerous. driving. You're like this is good. All right, right. You're like driving side by side. You're like this is good. You're like wait, wait. Are they slowing down? Okay, I'm gonna slow down. Oh wait, are they speeding up? Okay, I'll speed up a little bit, but I still want to be behind. Okay, now there's like <laughs> yeah, like this constant. Which like we're we're all like I don't want the games. I don't want the games. And like I but you have hate to, the games. Yeah. But you need to have the games. If you, if you break don't away from lose, the, the right? games completely, it's so dumb. Yeah, if you like stupid. make be like I don't want to play any games, so I'm just gonna be completely upfront with you. You you come off as a crazy. person. Everyone's like yeah. I'm scared. Like being yeah, able to navigate the game is part of the way that you figure out if this person is dateable. Do they have the social grace? To be able to, okay. so it's like the premature "I love you." Yeah, like exactly. if after a week the person's eek, like, "Like, eek. have a great night." Like, I had so much fun yesterday. I love you so much. Uh, You're like, oh no, I oh no, scary. I like talking to you too. <laughs> yeah, and I love hanging. I love out with spending you. time with you. That's it. It's the Ross. <laughs> or, <that>? thank you. <laughs> thank you. Straight. Have, Emily. have you ever had like a chick just come at you like hard? Yeah. Did was it what like a turn mean? on or a turn like um turn off for me? Yeah, it's a turn off for me. It's a turn on for him. Me? Yeah, don't you? Oh. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's why. Well, you like, know what's so funny about that though, because I like, to, like when I a girl like comes to, to, I like to like win her over. Right. What's so funny though is that like girls are so used to guys being so upfront, and because it's like the guy who like you know he's yeah, often yeah. like the chaser and the girl's often the prey. Frightening. You know? yeah. I know. <laughs> um, predator prey. We know. Neither of us said it. <laughs> <laughs> no. At the same time, it's like I it's I appreciate that, but then there's also the stupidest thing is that the guys who like you're not getting the attention from, you're like. Excuse me. Want, Excuse yeah, me. I exactly. want some. Yeah. And then yeah. at the same time, you're like, right? You're like, notice me, notice me. But then at the same time, you're like, wow, I just wish people would man up and ask me out. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you have all those 10 guys asking yeah. you out. Yeah. You're like, eh, I kindly decline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was talking, actually, I was talking to a buddy about absurd. something very similar where um, basically I didn't get when I was much younger that girls will like bug you to get your attention. They'll be like, they'll be like harsh. They'll be like, ugh, what, what? Look at those shoes. Like, I would just be like, why are you so mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. You and I didn't realize at the time that that's part of it's. It's like little boys pulling little girls' yeah. hair because they like them. Like girls will actually try and jibe, like give you jibes. Yeah, yeah but sometimes jibes. it's just jibes. Sometimes but, it's just like you're trying too hard. Yeah, and it, it hurts. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> I'm gonna roast you. You're gonna get mad. It's not gonna end well for anyone. <laughs> I agree, but I appreciate I appreciate friendly her. banter. Like I don't I don't like a guy who is just gonna call up me all no, day. No, yeah, or like nag fucking you. Fucking take it back though. What? Like if I if you roast me, I roast you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. agree. Agree. Oh, give it. You have to be. Able agree. To take you it. you, you can't just yeah. give in. Be someone who can't take it. But I think. But it's it's. <laughs> I, I, you've an experience here. I'm seeing it. I'm, I'm worried for you. No, but friendly banter is better than like. You're so beautiful, you're so pretty, and it's like we get yeah. that every day, and that's yeah. awful. It's yeah. like I'm drowning in this is frightening, yeah. but it's like I want you to I'm like brag over here, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> Subtle brag. <laughs> Did I stutter? I'm keeping. An eye, I gotta keep an eye on the time because because um, uh, yeah. Sorry. What's so, what's number so twelve? Our last two. Our last two. There's twelve is the placeholder. This is what's a relationship that, that is going. Uh, yes. Uh, number thirteen is the one you oh, placed oh, on oh, a pet. Placeholder. Oh, what do you do? Placeholder. Anybody? Uh, I. Yeah, I've had that. Nah, I don't know. Were, hold on, were you? No, not to piss off an ex. Though. Were you? Were you keeping them? No, I think I think I just like 
wasn't that that interested and I only realized yeah, I was like, like why out. am I not that excited to talk to this person and I was like I think I was just kind of bored and wanted yeah. to have someone to talk to yeah. <laughs> which is awful to say but it's yeah no it's it's it understandable fair done it uh, number 13 <laughs> the one you placed on a pedestal yeah. Totally done this. Well, this one I think. Absolutely done this. This one is in line with the whole Everybody Instagram thing. Three for three. You know, you like see someone's Insta and you're like, "Whoa, you're so cool," mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You like yeah. you form an opinion of someone. Yeah, it's not. And then true. you like yeah, within yeah. the first few times of dating them, you find yourself you're like, "I am so bored right now." Or yeah, or you're just kind of like, "Wait, that's not what I thought you would do." Oh, I'll give you one more chance. And you're like, yeah, no, 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 no. and swiftly you're like, "This is not." <laughs> yeah. What I thought it would be. And the last one, number 14, the one you're comfortable with. Whether it's a late night booty call or a friend you hook up with sometimes, <laughs> this situation has been going on for a while. And you two lovebirds have grown pretty comfortable. So even a though... relationship? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know you were know, here. It's not necessarily yeah. going anywhere. It. You've gotten so cozy with this weird setup that you can't bring yourself to end the damn thing. I've definitely been there. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm usually this the one sort to of like What <laughs> happens? Yeah, but this is sort of like what happens <laughs> before you end it. Yeah. You know, like you just sort of like, you're like, oh, this is sort of like a broken system, but I can't be bothered to change it right now. I've just, I've never really been in that stage for very long. And I'm not, I'm saying like in a relationship, it's different. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just saying in the stage where you're like, we're really nothing, but I'm, I don't know. I'm usually kind of just like, oh, I'm bored. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just I'm me. I understand sort of like that. On again, though, off again. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I have I friends who've done that with like maybe exes too. Like yeah. that's a common one. They'll always go back to their ex when they're like when they're lonely single or, again. Yeah. And you're like, that's just dangerous. Yeah. It's not a good idea. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, it can be, it can give you short-term pleasure, but it also removes your drive to seek out somebody that means more to you, Absolutely, right? Because yeah. you have this like comfortable thing here that's not, you know, it doesn't have long-term, doesn't have the legs to to really carry you forward into the future. Yeah. But in the meantime, it's like convenient for now. It's like the fast food yeah. of a relationship. Like, well, like, I find all it's like a lot of these for now. Yeah, a lot of these like the hookup buddies, like the the like texter, like it kind of it fills a void, but sometimes you fill the void and then you don't look out anymore. Like you're not searching. Yeah. yeah. And that's the issue with it. Like sometimes a hookup buddy, you're like, he's <clears throat> never going to date me. I'm never going to date him. Yeah. Or maybe you want to date him and he's not going to, or whatever it is. He's not the right person, but you're like, but he's still around. And so yeah. you, at the end of the night you get lazy. You're going to go hook up with him. You're not even going to try and talk to someone I, else. I hope this yeah. isn't too crass, but I think the same thing can also be said for, particularly for guys with pornography. Like the, like the yeah. extent to which like it'll, it'll like, Instant minimize the drive. Yeah, exactly. Like minimizes yeah. the drive to actually go out and find somebody that fulfills you because that's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, you know, like you're just sort of sad. like sad is the yeah, sad. <laughs> tragic. Tragic is what you're looking for. But yeah, you're no, I mean, and right it's now, more and man. more of a common problem. Like even guys who you would think of as being like, you'd be like, oh yeah, like that dude fucks like completely. Yeah, like right, great shape, has a good job and stuff like that. But it's like this is easy and I don't get hurt. If I go out there, I, there's a potential to get hurt. I can mm-hmm. embarrass myself. Like I can have responsibilities. Something could happen, right? Yeah. And so it's you kind of like keep taking this easier option. You don't have anything forcing you out the door. Yeah. To like go and and put yourself out there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's hard to put yourself out there. Like we're like I think with it's funny because with all these terms, it's like you can put yourself out there and then like you fall into one of these categories and you're like ah crap. Now I'm in the friends and benefits. Restart, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. Okay. Um. So last couple, and then we'll do our um. We'll do our analysis of Toby, for our, the listening public's pleasure. Because apparently this test also works for doggies. Oh, I'm scared. So I'm we're scared. gonna we're gonna do the Toby version. Did Tara tell you about this? He did. Oh. I found it. <laughs> I did the research. So this is the last topic. Um, Kellyanne Conway and George Conway. So you know Kellyanne Conway, the President Trump's oh, um, yeah. speaker. 
her husband is a conservative lawyer who who has like big problems with President Trump. And it's interesting how she's like one of his communications directors mm-hmm. and her husband is a very public critic of Trump on Twitter and all different places. He writes no like way. opinion columns for the Washington Post and for the New York Times basically explaining why President Trump is unfit to be president. And it's just Can like, you separate church and state? Yeah. I mean more or less. Yeah, the family is literally sitting across the table from a woman who gets on TV and is constantly defending the president and her husband on the other side of the table thinks that the president should be impeached because he's so incompetent and mm-hmm. he's violated so many norms and standards and probably broken laws. So if you can just like, just what do you guys think about that? If you guys were in a relationship where there was such a big issue, like a political issue that came between you, do you think you would still be able to sustain it or you would find that to be a big impediment? I find it really easy to, uh, like not talk about a certain thing with certain people. Right. So like in the sense where it's like, I won't talk to this person. Like I'll never talk to this person about this kind of stuff. Really? And I find it easy to like, like, oh, we're coming close to that topic. You. And we're away from the topic. All right. You like so, navigate the waters. Yeah. So like, I don't think that would be an issue for me where it's like, oh, we could just not talk about work. And I was like, oh, how's work? Good. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and that's See, it. I don't we, think I could do that. Yeah. Well, that's part of the reason why we didn't talk about politics on the podcast is Eric, every time we would get close to there, Eric would like navigate us away. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. I, uh, I like to deep dive into like different kind of topics, and I, especially with like people who are like close to me. Yeah, same. So, but but I feel like I would get. I think that would just. I'd be too frustrated with with having to navigate. Like how can that you all not see it my way? Yeah, but at huh. the same time, like you don't know if they're both. Like this is the whole like conspiracy shit. You don't know if they're actually both doing that. You know. Like, you don't know if that's what they actually think or if that's just, like, You're their right. Job. You're right. But So let's say, but, so that's the thing. If it's not what they actually think, then they don't have to actually navigate anything. That, yeah. So that's fine. But if, like, there's always, there's that combo of, like, uh, I remember I heard this on, I think, maybe another podcast, and it was saying, like, could you, if, if you're a Democrat, could you date a Republican? And it's, like, depends. To, is it part of their personality? Is it, like, yeah, for do sure. you know what I mean? I think that's, that's the bigger question. Is it, like, if we're talking, like, politics is one thing, but, like, could be animal rights it could like if you're a vegan and your husband's like yeah that's different slaughtering but that's what that's what i mean so i think it depends i think it really depends like what degree we're talking because i agree if it's like no but like like vegan like non-vegan whatever that's like uh that's like oh we can't eat supper together because it's like i have to make something special right but it's like but i have friends who are vegan and it's not an issue where it's just kind of like we don't know but but like you still have to think about them yeah like it's like oh let me make this meal invite you over oh, I have to make something else for this person or like they have to bring their own thing you know like yeah it's still like an effort that you have to but put in extra whereas do you agree that it's like you're right you're right politics is not the same thing but do you agree that it's like depends like what degree of yeah, like, yeah, for sure, difference for you sure. guys have for sure but I still think it's it's for me at least it's relatively easy to not is there yeah. any deal breakers like, that. that you can think of in terms of what. Like, is there any deal breaker where it's like... Oh, I personally, like... Like, this person is in favor of hunting dolphins. And you'd be like, no. Other than the obvious ones? Can't like, do it. Like, oh, you slaughter penguins? Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> the obvious ones? <laughs> no, no, but like... You know, what a like, random example. <laughs> like the obvious ones? Doesn't wash their feet? Slaughters penguins? <laughs> no, but like, like the obvious ones was everyone would be like, oh, that's like not a good human being kind of right, thing. Right, right. Uh, I, I personally don't like... Do you like have like pet any, peeves? Like, yeah, I don't like like I don't. It's not like I don't like vegans. It's just like I don't like. I don't like. I don't like the. Come on. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that one is. Uh, I don't like when they <laughs> like me from doing whatever I want to do. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I want to eat a eat steak. a steak. Right. If you say, oh, you, if like you every time you go to have like, a steak, every time awesome. I'm like, yeah. you know that's flesh, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, like, that's yeah. yeah. It tastes fucking epic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. I think it's, the same goes for like friends too. Like you can have a disagreement with your friend or. I think that it'll be like the worst part for us will be like when we meet the the parents of our kids' friends, because sometimes your kids will be friends with somebody for like for just purely kid reasons, yeah. and you meet them and they're like, "So, what church do you belong to?" And you're like, "Oh no, not today, Satan." Clap. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be that's a Montreal expression. Uh, yeah, it's an yeah. idiomatic expression. <laughs> um, so so you cut uh, that out. And any <laughs> no no this is. This is uh, do you think, like, uh, if somebody had, like, is there, f- let's put political views aside, like, is there, what if some of your partner was like, all right, like, w- we'll get married, but, like, you have to convert to Judaism? Like, would that be something that would <clears throat> cause you to pause? Well, I'm not religious, so I don't. Again, if it doesn't impact my life, I don't care. If I have to convert and then go to church every Sunday or whatever, yeah, the then no, day, I agree then with you. Not a problem, but if, I agree with if you, you have to convert yeah. to Judaism, I think you have to like do a certain number of weeks of study. Okay, no. is it like three or like eighty six? No, but it's pretty. It's pretty. But, but like that's what I'm saying. Like if it's like a small inconvenience, fine, fair. But if it's like if right. I'm cutting this out of my diet, if I'm like right. fucking doing this, if I have to go do, and I'm like, okay, relax. Oh yeah, here, like it, that's too much. You're, yeah, you're, you're encroaching on my space. That, yeah. Yeah, like you're you're changing okay. who I am as a person. Yeah, to fit you, you know? and yeah. I feel like then that's if not I, fair. Then if I like break up with you, then am I <laughs> like the same person sudden, as always before? Yeah, you know? I agree. Interesting. No, I honestly I agree with you in the sense that I... I think we got another avoidant right here. Yeah, <laughs> Clearly. I'm out of here. Well, the only secure one. No, but I agree with you in the sense that I don't... Is that what any... you actually got on the compatibility? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> you got secure? Classic. I, hate I you. haven't done it yet, so we I don't know. You, so no. We'll find out soon. Yeah, yeah. You and Toby will do it together. We should actually bring Toby down for that. We can have him sniff into the mic. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's so chubby. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, that was our last celebrity couple, and now we are going to do the compatibility quiz for Eric. I'll read the questions out to you. Eric is not probably not going to read his answers yeah. aloud. Am I going to do it on this one? Uh, yeah. Just go to open up the fo- the attached the new science folder. Yeah. And open up the text file, and there's the. Email the website address in the text file. Uh, there's um, eight. Do we actually want to bring Toby down? <laughs> no. Is that a good idea? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's too loud. There's little nails on the hardwood. And um, so for those of you who don't know, the basic idea of the book um, is really interesting. Um, we briefly discussed it at the beginning, but basically um, it looks at, it goes back into your history. So as a child, presumably, um, it when you were a baby, the way that affection was, um, or the way that uh, your your sort of calls for affection were addressed or responded to by the parent who was taking care of you, or whoever that might be, the nanny, um, can have a big impact on how you will later uh, be in terms of your exploratory drive. So um, if the attachment figure presents a secure base for the child, then the child has the courage to go into previously unknown environments and explore with confidence. So secure attachment in babies occurs. Even though the baby is visibly distressed when the attachment figure leaves the room, they are very happy and eager to meet the caretaker when they get back. Once the attachment figure is present, they are quickly reassured, calm down, and resume with the play and exploration activities. 
anxious attachment in babies. The baby becomes very distressed when the attachment figure leaves the room. When the attachment figure returns as the source of the secure base for them, they react ambivalently. They are happy and angry at the same time. And then avoidant attachment in babies. When the attachment figure leaves the room, the baby acts as if nothing has happened. When the caretaker comes back, the baby tends to ignore them and continue to play indifferently. But inside, the baby is not calm or collected, but very distressed. So I thought that was interesting that this is going all the way back to your infancy and it just kind of it highlights once again the way we tend to think like we tend to feel like we're in control. We tend yeah. to feel mm-hmm. like, you know, I am who I am and I most of my decisions are based on, you know, my choices, my beliefs and who I right? But there's a lot of stuff going on sort of under the hood that makes you react in ways that are not necessarily conscious and can actually be predicted or at least can you, there can be indications of that behavior in a, when you were a baby mm-hmm. and then you grow up and you're an adult and someone asks you like oh why didn't it work out and you're like oh it just you know she just wasn't right for me in the meantime this is going all the way back to the same stuff you were doing when you were crawling around on your belly yeah yeah and it affects all your future relationships yeah in a big way like yeah. in, a, in a substantial way um so uh, let's bring well, up the... Just a quick note on yeah, this. The reason I... So I heard about this book and the reason I kind of piqued my interest is because um, they say that certain attachment styles together can cause toxic relationships. So we can go into detail about that after if you want, but... Go into, go into detail now. So essentially, um, the ideal is that you have one secure person and then either an avoidant or an anxious person in a relationship. So secure avoidant, secure anxious works secure secure could also work but i think um and this is just my personal opinion because i haven't fully read the book but i think a certain degree of us likes to have like that spiciness like the the, you know (laughs) no but you know what i mean it's like it's fun to have kind of a little like a the other the other part your partner is just different than you are and so you kind of have to like figure out how you guys are going to work together whereas two secure people could easily just have a fun relationship right it's easy but you know yeah. We all like a little bit of drama. Yeah. And <laughs> and the, the key is that an anxious person, an avoidant person, is where a lot of toxic relationships can come about because um, the other person is essentially validating all those insecurities that you had. So as the avoidant person, you're already scared of someone being too attached to you, over the top, you know, uh, right. like just overwhelming you with affection. And causing you to lose... Oh, wait, no. That independence the that you person. have. The avoidant yeah. person has yes. that feeling, yeah. right? Losing, like, I'm scared I'm going to lose my yeah. own independence. Yeah. And an anxious person um, will kind of see that, that that avoided individual is being a little more distant, so they'll kind of latch on more. And so everything that the avoidant person already thought about relationships starts to become true because they have this extremely anxious person who keeps coming back to them for more and more and more. Yeah. On the other side, you have the anxious person who keeps seeing their partner you know, try and get their own space and try and, you know, I don't need to answer all your texts. You don't have to see my phone. Give me some space. And now they are starting to get all those fears that they originally had just kind of like confirmed. Yeah. So, and the interesting, the reason I, this kind of piqued my interest because it, I started to look at a lot of like the relationships around me and it started to like clarify why certain ones work and why certain ones are toxic. Fascinating. And I was able to just be like, Oh, because this one of my friends is definitely this style. My parents are this and this, you know, like it, so it's, that's what made me be like, oh my God, this is weirdly true. And I looked at like past relationships that I had had and been like, 
Oh, that's what that was. Okay, okay. So, so, um, just so, so for our audience, so that they know what we mean by these terms. So, I'll read uh, avoidant. I'll pass anxious to you, sir. Absolutely. We haven't figured out what Eric is yet. Oh no. Okay. So I've been. I like filled out most of the questions. Okay. So when you don't fucking look. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Those fears. And then, um, and then I'll have Tessa read really secure avoidant. because <laughs> so avoidant is it is very important for you to maintain your independence and self sufficiency, and you often prefer autonomy to intimate relationships. Even though you do want to be close to others, you feel uncomfortable with too much closeness and tend to keep your partner at arm's length. You don't spend much time worrying about your romantic relationships or about being rejected. You tend not to be you tend not to open up to your partners, and they often complain that you're emotionally distant in relationships. You are often on high alert for any signs of control or impingement on your territory by your partner. That's avoidant, sir. Do you want to read anxious? No, you can top one. Okay. Uh, So if you're anxious, you love to be very close to your romantic partners and you have the capacity for great intimacy. You often fear, however, that your partner does not wish to be as close as you would like him or her to be. Relationships tend to consume a large part of your emotional energy. You tend to be very sensitive to small fluctuations in your partner's mood and actions. And although your senses are often accurate, you take your partner's behaviors overly personally. You are experienced... You experience a lot of negative emotions within the relationship and get easily upset. As a result, you tend to act out and say things you later regret. If the other person provides a lot of security and reassurance, you are able to shed much of your preoccupation and feel contented. So that's anxious. And now for the, the, the nerd and the loser, the perfect one. Ah, yes. Number three. That's what they call me. <laughs> three, secure. Uh, being warm and loving in a relationship comes naturally to you. You enjoy being intimate without becoming overly worried about your relationships. You take things in stride when it comes to romance and don't get easily upset over relationship matters. You effectively communicate your needs and feelings to your partner and are also strong at reading your partner's emotional cues and responding to them. You share your successes and, and you eat dandelions else and you dance in the river. I don't know what the ending is. It's cut. Oh. But uh seems quite perfect to me. <laughs> How does it feel to be just... Oh, here. Here it is. Ah. It's right at the top. So, you share your successes and problems with your mate and are able to be there for him or her in times your mate. You're the only one who gets a mate. Everybody, all the rest of us are just your partner. You guys, you're mates. Going back to the animal kingdom. Um, So, those are the three types. I mean, there's the perfect one and then there's the rest of us. (laughs) Uh, so so uh, Eric is now doing his compatibility quiz and just so you guys get an idea the questions are like uh, first of all the an- you always answer the same way you either strongly disagree disagree neither agree or disagree agree or strongly agree so you have to pick one of the five options not sure why you read that backwards but okay oh, I went from negative to positive oh, okay. mm. um, nice. so question one is it makes me nervous when my partner gets too close so here are we talking about physically emotionally I think both Spiritually, oh, <laughs> metaphysically, physically, <laughs> when her ghost <laughs> enters my body, uh, <laughs> control. Um, next one, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Swayze, or what, what that movie, remember, Ghost? Please move along. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I often worry that my partner will stop loving me. Is question two. Um, an argument with my partner doesn't usually cause me to question our entire relationship. Question three, doesn't usually. Why do you laugh at that one? <laughs> Who's the psycho that makes it question their entire relationship? No, there's another one that made me laugh. That's me. <laughs> when I show my partner how I feel, I'm afraid he or she will not feel the same about me. I find it difficult to emotionally support my partner when he or she is feeling down. 
I actually do have trouble with that. Six, I don't feel the need to act out much in my romantic relationships. Act out in what sense? I think act out means like make a big stink about things. Yeah. Uh, um, Seven, I fear that once someone gets to know the real me, he or she won't like who I am. Strongly agree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Talk about yourself like that. Cutie. My independence is more important to me than my relationships. (laughs) (laughs) um when my partner is upset i naturally know how to help him or her calm down (laughs) this is all just like this is the worst (laughs) d minus when i'm not involved in a relationship i feel somewhat anxious and incomplete nope (laughs) 11 i hate feeling that other people depend on me yeah 12. Sometimes people see me as boring because I create little drama in relationships. Never. <laughs> I miss my partner when we're apart, but then when we're together, I feel the need to escape. That would make me laugh. That's so funny. <laughs> need to uh, escape. Yeah. Right? Just, need to escape. That's gold. Yep. Yep. Been there. I have little difficulty expressing my needs and wants to my partner. Yep. <laughs> uh, if someone I've been dating begins to act cold and distant, I'll worry that I've done something wrong. Nope, it's always them. Mm-hmm. Always their fault. <laughs> 16, I find that I bounce back quickly after a breakup. It's weird how I can just put someone out of my mind. Isn't it just weird how they change like the format of the question? Yeah, some of them I are hate, like backwards and forwards. Eh? Yeah, like double negatives. Yeah. I worry that if my partner leaves me, I might never find someone else. And last question, if someone I've been dating begins to act cold and distant, I may wonder what's happening, but I'll know it's probably not about me. Yeah. It's so grown up. That's, isn't, that, isn't that a weird question? Though? Yeah. Very odd. It's like, okay, I'm following you, I'm following you. I know it's not about me. Like, I know. The okay. way they say that is kind of like, okay, honey, take some ownership for your issues. Oddly worded. Okay, so, sir, moment of truth. Drum roll, please. Oh, am I revealing this to the world? Oh, no. Hey, uh, hey, Tess, give me a fucking... Security! No! Hey! Oh, I had a sheep. feeling. I had a feeling. I despise you. That's <laughs> oh. ah, so hard. I, th- so I totally normal. thought you'd be right. one of one. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here are my, my two healthy co-hosts. Well, what are the other options? What are the other options? I'm here to balance you out. That's anxious or avoidant. Um. Yeah. Well, let me see here. My two stable co-hosts in your happy lives. Well, coming back. Get so like, miserably single, but <laughs> single ready to mingle. Yeah, happily independent. Sense. Like just based on these four things, like high proximity seeking, low proximity seeking, low mm-hmm. blah, 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 Yeah, I'd, you already know I you're call it pretty much secure. there. Yeah. So you just made me do eighteen well. useless questions. <laughs> <laughs> all that work. It's Ten minutes, you'll never get back. Yeah. All right, all right. So let's do this too. This is a fun one. Um, so this we did try to do this one for Toby. So we'll do it for Toby. Toby's my dog, also... by the way. Uh, so <laughs> thank you for Tobias, that. just to just to give you an Lovely idea. Lovely Tobias, the sheep. He's a he's a Bichon Frise mixed with something that has a lot of muscles. Syrup. Oh yeah, because very he's, dense, he's very like, rich. Very dense. He's like the size of a little... he's like two thirds of a baby pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, size wise, he's, he's pretty jacked. He's pretty yeah, dieseled up. And he could he could fucking pull you. Yep. So he's diesel. Okay. So, so uh, this is the compatibility quiz for your partner, and we're going to do it for Toby because apparently this works for dogs too. Toby makes you feel that you will never live up to his perfect relationship <laughs> standards. Oh, God. <laughs> Strongly agree? Yeah. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> All right. Toby, uh, game playing is out of the question for Toby. Uh, no, Toby plays games. 
Yeah, he plays games. So he plays games. games. Agree. Toby says things like, I need a lot of space or a relationship shouldn't constrict me. <laughs> In so many words, he does. <laughs> does he? Uh, Is that an either agree no, or disagree? Yeah, I go middle. Middle? Yeah. Relationship issues are on the table whether you raise them or Toby does. <laughs> I, How are you not laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Sometimes he's because you have to look into his face. Yeah, so cute. Um, Toby expresses insecurities and worries about rejection. Yeah, big big facts. He does worry about rejection. Yeah, you leave the room and he starts panicking. Toby makes you feel uncomfortable when you want to talk about the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) No, we we have some we have some late night talks together. So so uh, Mm. disagree. Yeah, closeness creates further closeness, but Toby doesn't get cold feet after you connect deeply on an emotional (laughs) or physical level. Oh God! That's facts. Yeah, petting, petting, (laughs) a lot of heavy petting. Um. So agree. Yeah. Um. Toby fears that small acts on his part will ruin the relationship. (laughs) Oh my God! No. (laughs) No. No, He does not. Strongly disagree. Yeah. Toby says something intimate like, "When we move in together," but then acts later as if you don't have a future as a couple. I'm his only future. So. So he strongly disagree. Toby acts out when things go wrong in the relationship and might threaten to leave and then changes his mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strongly agree. Yeah. Toby isn't afraid you or other partners are trying to trap him or her into marriage or to get his or her money or any other I way. mean, he's trapped by default. So, But is he worried about it? Probably not. He's not worried. So strongly disagree. We feed him, so I hope not. Toby makes you feel that your well-being is your own responsibility, not his or hers. Absolutely. <laughs> um... And when Toby says he'll call, he does. Uh, that's a tough one. Neither agree nor disagree. Yeah. He's not always there when yeah. you call, but he's always on time. <laughs> exactly. Is that Destiny's Shout? <clears throat> um, or is it... Uh, one of them. I don't know. I don't care. One of those R&B. No, he either. wants a lot of closeness in the relationship and often worries that there's not enough closeness. Ah, yeah. Closeness. yeah. He likes closeness. Yeah. Agree? He's a Toby might be close at certain times, but inevitably pushes you away. Yep. <laughs> Toby is concerned that you may become interested in someone else or be unfaithful. I mean, when you pet Moot, he gets pretty upset. Yeah, he gets kind of. Yeah. Moot is our dog. Yeah, so maybe maybe we go like agree on that one. Uh, Toby jealous. uses the L word early and generously. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> strongly agree. Toby expects you to pick up from subtle cues what he wants or needs and whether he's upset. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts. All right, and let's see. Partner style is anxious. Ah, <laughs> uh, we knew there it. You go. There you go. Crave intimacy, but are also very sensitive to the smallest perceived threats to closeness. When they feel apprehensive about something their partner says or does, they resort to a lot of acting out and drama. However, if their basic need for warmth and sincerity is met, they become less anxious and are able to communicate their feelings and needs in a more straightforward and constructive manner. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, you know, he's a dog, so... i'm really happy we went on that note yeah (laughs) yep and uh so as a last note to uh our listeners thank you so much for joining us for this very special episode of film and color we hope you enjoyed it we certainly did making it uh we're gonna have a new episode for you soon sorry for the long delay it took us a while to kind of get all our things in order uh you can follow us on instagram and twitter what's our what are our uh, film and color or film and color podcast just search up both and one will pop up also you can subscribe on google and itunes we're gonna have tessa back so let us know how much fun it was listening to her <laughs> sibling thank you Do so much you like for <laughs> thank you so much for 
uh, doing this for us roast and taking it. the time. Roast you, I can't <laughs> roast her. You roast her. She'll roast me back harder. Yeah. And I'll also be mean in the car. Fair. Fair. Thanks for um, having me, guys. It was an absolute pleasure. And just so you guys know, if you're interested in getting the book, you can pick it up. It's very popular. But in addition, uh, what they try to do in the book is if you are anxious or avoidant, they give you suggestions for how you can move towards being more secure and therefore being a better member of whatever relationship you are a part of. So helpful hints. Nobody needs to feel like they are trapped in whatever label is given. There's always room for improvement. And on that note, that's going to be it. I am Jesse. I'm Eric. I'm Tessa. And we will see you next time. No music. <laughs> Come on, the music. Play the music. Oh, there it is. There we are. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>